It's game time. We're calling you out to step up your effort, step up your vision. Never give up. Nobody in this room came this far to only come this far. Never settle. Everybody wants to be a beast and do it time to do a real beast. Through. Always hustle. Anything that starts with I don't want to work is already a problem. This is game time with Puck and A.A. Ron. Are you ready? Let's go! Let us go. We got A.A. Ron here in the house. How we doing, A.A.? Oh, I'm living the dream. We just had a killer week. Yeah, it got really weird. We were up 36% last week. No big deal. We also... Only the largest growth in partnership for the whole company, but... Yeah, no big deal. I kind of downplayed a little yeah, bit. Sorry. Uh, low key, right? And then we also have a special guest joining us today. Mm-hmm. Senor Joshua Gruel. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me in here, you guys. We're having you here because you had quite the week. We will go through that here in a little bit. Because you dominated. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. And when we say you dominated, he was out there with them. So we're, mm-hmm. we're going to have some fun talking about week. a lot of that. Uh, last week, week 17, a, we had 1,026 EFP. Uh, year to date, we we clinched the nineteen thousand mark. I oh think yeah, you feel good. Oh yeah, feels real good. Year over ten thousand. I mean, you did that last year, but you've already beat what you did last year. Yeah, cream. Yeah. And uh, solar, we had seventy six uh, closes, thirty. St- uh, excuse me, solar installs. We're at three hundred sixty eight total installs for solar year to date with twelve hundred ninety three closes. So things are kind of popping. Yeah, they're piling up. Those solar installs will be getting bigger and bigger every week. So let's get it. Uh, let's go through our top reps last week at A. We have the top 10 rookies. I'll start with that. We have okay. two female representatives. Camelia Lehman out of Hollywood was number 10 with 6.19 EFP. Nicholas Parchman, I think it's one of his first times on there for Monterey, 6.36. Stephen Colby with 6.51. Ian McCarthy at number 7 with 6.55 out of Inland Empire. He's been up there all year long. David Lindsay out of East Bay. Good seeing him up there at 6.99. Briggs Terwilliger was uh, 7.38. Heck of a job. He's, the kid's only 19 years old. Uh, leading, he, let, he led everyone out of Chicago last week. Ty Gonzalez up there all year, 7.88. And number four, David Diaz with, uh, he had 7.8, or no, 8.84. I had a little typo there. Mm-hmm. Um, out of the Inland Empire. Katie White was number two. 10.11 out of Memphis. Big week for Katie. That's Huge week. job. And uh, Cody, Cody Boynton, he's running away with top rookie. He's running away with it, and he's also throwing in a ton of solar uh, leads that are getting close. Uh, Homeboy's just running away with a lot of money is what's happening. And they're asking me, like, what's the most accounts of rookies ever done in the history of Triumph? They're yeah, starting to get in those <laughs> yeah. conversations. Texts me, too. And, and so. I'm like, I got to consult with Aaron, and we yeah. got to go through the years. But it's, yeah. it's quite impressive to see... Uh, what he's doing. Josh, would you add anything about Cody Boyington? Cody's just a dog. It's, uh, it's really incredible to see, you know, I have conversations with a lot of my guys um, who they'll kind of go have little ruts and have down weeks and things like that. And Cody just doesn't do that. He's just up every week. He's, uh, you know, number one, number two, every single week, good attitude, good work ethic, very consistent. Love, Love it. it. All right. I'm going to have uh, Josh do our sophomores here for us. All right, so we have Brandon Joyce or Brendan Joyce at no, the ten spot with seven point one nine. That's out of SF. Jake Ra- or Jeff Rakes, uh, is it Rakes? Rakes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Rakes. Seven point six five. Rakes uh, from, the money from Yosemite. Uh, Mario Fuentes eight point two three. Uh, Josh Davis uh, eight point two seven. Uh, Drake Cipher Drake. nine point zero eight. Uh, we have Jordan Fazalor with nine point eight eight. Uh, Adi Bora, 10.53 out of DC. 
uh, Ali Sultan, 11.01 out of DC. Uh, and then Matthew Gleave, his first full week on the job, wow. uh, joined us from Pest Control uh, with uh, Ryan McKay, 14 uh, on the dot out of LA. And then Zoe Lisa just slapping people around with 16.93 uh, out of LA as well. So I'm seeing uh, five sophomores out of LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were calling our sophomores to repentance last week. And this week, they're just absolutely dominating. Dominating. It's crazy. We don't usually think LA is a sophomore heavy class, but they, like you said, slapped everyone around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of crazy. Love it. Uh, this top 10 for all around is pretty incredible, but cool to see Cody Boynton up there with, yep. uh, as a rookie representing with 11 from Inland Empire. Look at this. Not a typo, Patrick. Steve uh, Warner. Steve Warner. At number go. nine, back-to-back weeks um, with 11.97, and he also um, was the top rep in D.C. two weeks in a row. Love to see the leader in the trenches leading out like that. Mm-hmm. Guess who else is there? Miguel. Remember I was calling out Miguel, Miguel last week. Yes, You're Miguel of old Miguel showed of old. up. 12.06 from Inland Empire. Uh, Ryan McKay, 13.32 um, from L.A. Uh, his brother-in-law, Matthew uh, Glee. Which, which brother-in-law? So he has Not all Chandler. every, there's a whole family yeah. here now. Yeah. So we got like uh, the twins, Mary, that's Ryan and Chandler. Then this is uh, Mallory's brother, little brother. What Matthew other Glee. family members can we get I out don't know, the doors? But I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be at their family reunion recruiting. This, is, this thing is working yeah, out fantastic. No joke. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Glee with 14 um, from LA. Kind of awkward for Ryan, but I'm sure Ryan's happy about it. Uh, Riley Nielsen, number five, 14.44. From San Francisco. Is there anyone more consistent than Riles? He's Mr. There consistent, week. dude. Yeah. Mr. Consistent. Uh, Zoe, 16.94 from LA. Uh, Gunnar Bramwell, 16.98 from LA. Aslam Barnes is at 18, 18 on the week for, uh, for San Francisco. But last week he had 17 point something too. Yep. That's like two weeks back to back at 18 for Aslan incredible finishing incredibly strong and, and then sf still in the cup too uh fighting mm-hmm. and then we got uh tristan Paris, 16.95 from memphis i got to witness two of those so yeah, speaking cool. of which why don't you give us kind of a rundown of how that went uh it was incredible it was uh like watching a surgeon you know perform surgery it's just like wow like you know you thought you knew something then you start watching this guy i mean i've sold 200 personal, you know, families protected, you know, FYI, oh, uh, you know, multiple years and, uh, watching Tristan do it. I'm like, damn, like he really is in a different league. Like well, what <laughs> surprised you the most about like, well, it, it's like, what, it's so easy. So okay, simple. You know, everyone like, wants to make excuses yeah. or like everybody wants to like, Oh, you know, it's probably cause he's where he's knocking. Well, he's probably, he's knocking in some of the most expensive homes in Memphis. Yeah. Uh, the first person he sold was an FBI agent. Mm. The second person he sold was a doctor. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that's what I witnessed is pretty cool. Um, he goes on a scooter. Uh, so he scoots around on a scooter and, uh, he doesn't do a segue cause he doesn't want to be associated with pest control in any yeah. way possible. Makes sense. Um, and, uh, and I'm just kidding. That was my joke. That that's not what Tristan, <laughs> Tristan didn't say that just for the record. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I knew it was yeah, your joke. Yeah, cause uh, I had a, pe- had a lot of DMs. One of the pest control guys, why didn't you do a segue? Like, he wants nothing to be associated yeah. with pest control. Yeah. Right. You know, um, but, uh, he knocks every door. Also something interesting. I'm like, yep. I'm like, oh, okay, do you care if this is fresh or takeover? He's like, oh, I only look for signs of people that are home. Mm. So garage is open, cars on driveway, like kind of seeing people out, go get the mail, go back in. So he's just knocking anybody that's home. Uh, he says the same exact thing at every door. Whether they're fresh or Yeah, I mean, he'll, he'll, you know, a little variant, like how long you've had ADT yeah. or not, you know, yeah. have you ever thought about cameras kind of thing, but everything else is the exact same. Wow. He, you know, 
and there's like a lot of like people DMing me, right? I got like Audi, right? Like yeah, it kind of went viral, didn't it? Yeah, it went viral. Yeah, yeah, it was actually a lot of people, and uh, but Audi, you know, and Rob and stuff like that. They're like, oh man, like I he has his iPad and his like his his backpack or whatever, you know, and then and then he pulls it out like, oh, that's totally different. I'm like, well, you guys are both up like a hundred percent year over year. Like, don't stop what you're doing. Yeah. Like, you're Audi, you're you're breaking records as a sophomore. Like, don't. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You're doing great. So this is just kind of like, you know, what works for him. Yeah. But I think what's really important is that he feels very confident in what he's doing. Um, he also, he always like, the thing I noticed the most, my biggest takeaways is like a, a vet watching him, I guess, was when the people are kind of putting out this vibe, like, hey, it's not a really good time right now. Like, this is like, uh, this is kind of like an inconvenience. He doesn't care. Yeah. Like he doesn't, like he does not care like at all. Mm. And then he just goes in and he truly feels because even we, I saw him not, I saw him not get like four, you know, yeah. like people shut one guy slammed the door on us, no soliciting area. Another person um, just said no right away. Like we want Arlo, we don't, we're good, blah, blah, blah. And then we got inside of a house and then he, he walked from that one. And um, what I, what I witnessed was like, he doesn't waste any time yeah. with anybody. We were in a house with this lady that I thought we probably could have got but she was giving him a little bit of pushback and he's packed up his stuff and walked out. Like, okay, well, here's my number and, and call me for interest. And I'm like, oh, we're leaving? You know, like, I walked out. I'm like, oh, we're leaving? He's like, yeah, no, like, you know, she's asking, like, just wasting my time, blah, blah. I'm gonna go find, like, a real buyer. I'm like, dang, like, that was, like, I, I, thought, I thought we can get it. He doesn't waste time at all. Just, and then immediately when he feels like he's wasting his time, he gets up and books it. He doesn't want to waste any of his time. Um, he says the same thing every time. And then, like, one guy said no to us, right? And we walked outside. And he's like, I don't get it because, like, they need these cameras. Like this is, that's a great deal. The price I'm giving it was 90 bucks. Like $90 yeah. is a deal on what we're giving him. So you can see like the full conviction of yeah. him, like talking, like the camera setup, the, the DVR, all the, like the quality we're giving him is like, dude, this is the best. And you know, Brinks people try to recruit me all the time. He's like, Hey, I'll go sell for Brinks right now. If you can get me the same type of quality and equipment, yeah. you know, and the same type of quality for these customers, you know, he's like, but I would never do that because only Vivin has that. And so he's kind of talking to people like that, like, this is like an amazing price that I'm giving you and uh, doesn't waste time. Super assertive and it's awesome. Yeah. Really cool. I love that. So it, it seems like rather than like, oh, I, I got to wear a backpack and go on like a, a scooter. That's not the takeaway. The takeaway mm -hmm. is be really, really, really efficient. Really efficient. Do not waste time with, the with no's. Said, yeah. mm -hmm. And then get comfortable in uncomfortable situations, meaning he he has gotten confidence by like when someone says the smoke screen oh this isn't a good time he sold so many of those freaking people that it's just clockwork it's like oh yeah i get paid to, yeah. to sell people like you all day long we we got like we uh the guy comes out the front door he transitions in his transition is super smooth yep. right he's just talking very normal very chill and he goes i just got some information Could, you have a place where i can write this down and leave this information with you and a table always, inside yeah and you have a table inside where i can yeah. write down some information and they go sure and we that actually worked like 90% of the time. So we get in, he'll do a little, you know, quote thing, blah, 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 kind of give him a little bit of price. But we got in and you can tell the wife did not want him there at all. And they had a huge dog and the dog's blind. So the dog's just like, rah, 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 like, you know, he's like, oh, he can't see anything. And like, and the mom, and the, the wife's like holding the dog back. Like, what is this for? Like, this is such a, like, uh, and he's like, oh uh, yeah. Um, so where's the panel? Like he didn't care at yeah. all. Like the dog was, yeah. and, and we went to the panel and then the wife's like, honey, what, what are we doing? Cameras? This is not a good time. And then he goes, so where's the table at? I just got to write down some information real quick. He's like, we'll be really quick. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like he just didn't care. We get yeah. to the table and then she's trying to make it very apparent that you are a huge inconvenience in my life. 
and he's making it very apparent to them that he doesn't care. And, and he'll be real is, quick. And that this is an incredible deal. And then it'll be real quick. And they are really quick. The both sales were like 25 minutes. So it was really quick, but it just, I was just like, ah, oh, I probably would have bounced because it felt so uncomfortable. Like, oh, the dog, oh my gosh, it's blind. Yeah. I'll come back like an hour. <laughs> like, you know, sorry, you know, but he's just like, no, this is an incredible deal. Like you should hear me right now. <laughs> hey, I love it. Love that. That's cool. Yeah. It was, it was, it's exciting to have him in our partnership and just throwing down. So good. He needs to do more trainings. Top office last week. We have uh, Monterey with 71 EFP last week. SF with 75. Chicago beat him by one with 76. Hollywood had 83. Memphis 91. East Bay beat him by one as our number five office. Inland Empire was number four. Uh, Yosemite had a week for not mm -hmm. being in the cup. Towards the end, they had yeah. 116. Huge Friday, Saturday. DC with 135. And then LA with 181 that was probably the best i think it is the best yeah. week of any office mm -hmm. in our in our partnership yeah, they broke a record there. so josh you were out there i was tell us a little bit about just maybe the excitement the energy you know it's interesting because there's kind of this interesting juxtaposition to earlier what does that word summer. mean 89 percent of the people <laughs> on this do not understand what that means juxtaposition so yeah. earlier in the summer i feel like we were given chandler and and uh, gunner just all this crap because their office wasn't decorated there was yep. zero culture it was kind of messy not clean it, it was kind of just like the worst office i had and uh, we we're getting after them and they were just slow to like improve and and make changes and uh, it was the exact opposite last week. Mm. You know, we go in there. They've got, like, decorations all over the walls that they put together themselves. They've got all these different prizes. Like, what type of – give me an example of a decoration, like So they, like, they, they made like these cool Christmas. posters, like, okay. to count down for Costa Rica. Oh, that's cool. They have, like, these little pins that they give out to, you know, first sale, last sale. Mm. And they have, like, this big board with, like, cups on it. And you can, like, reach into a cup. It's like a game show. And you get, like, a, a mystery prize if you that's do something cool. good. Yeah. And so they just have all these like cultural things that are like firing at all cylinders. Well, on Instagram, I saw a couple of people getting knighted uh, yeah, by yeah. the Vivint sign today mm -hmm. on, on Instagram, getting like knighted that. into the Champions Club. The Champions Club yeah. is alive and well now. Mm -hmm. Finally. Well, and, and they were like Kevin Swiss made mention of this. They're all wearing black, sending yeah, who was Kevin it to their that, yeah. sending who to their funeral or whatever. Yeah, Lubbock. So yeah. we we did a funeral actually for um, Little Rock, yeah. and we took a picture. <laughs> Everybody in the office showed up in black. So LA's the one that upset Little Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was mm -hmm. big time. And then we did another picture. Uh, I wasn't there on, I think it was Friday, they did a picture. And one of the guys, it was probably planned, he wore red, and he's just like laying on the ground, and they're all like <laughs> standing around him, the and he's blood. holding up a sign that says Lubbock. <laughs> and, uh, you know, on, on Saturday, uh. Puck was texting me, and he's like, hey, like, I don't know if I should go out and visit this team next week. Like, doesn't look like they're in this. I think Lubbock was at uh, over 20 on the day, and we had, what, three, four, five yeah. on the I day. I went out of bed, it felt like. I was getting a little worried. And I'm like, Puck, just chill out. This team is a team that finishes, mm -hmm. and boy, did they finish. They had their best day of the year on Saturday and ended. Uh, we got the numbers this morning, and they're, they're up over, over Lubbock, even though Lubbock had a huge day, too. Yeah, they did have a big day. It's, this, is whole, this whole cut thing's been wild. Oh, one, one, more, one more quick note, and that is that uh, a couple weeks ago, I had a conversation with, uh, I'm going to put them on blast, uh, both Gunner and Chandler, and I was, I was just kind of asking them during the seating. I'm like, hey, are we talking about the cup every day? Are we focusing on the cup? And their answer was no. They yeah. were like, no, actually, we've talked about it. 
Uh, we got some advice from somebody, and uh, we're actually not going to focus on the cup because we don't want to be sad when we lose. <laughs> and so we're just going to kind of like focus on, you know, Costa Rica and other things. And I'm like, no, you're not yeah. doing that. We're going full mm-hmm. speed on the cup, and uh, we're going to try to win this thing. So they, they threw away all their participation trophies, and now they're trying to go win some real mm-hmm. stuff. I like that. Hey, hey, why don't you go through region, regions? Regions. Uh, yeah. Diamond came in at 71. Prodigy beat them out with 78. In oh, Sorry, Empire with 184. I was used to saying Inland Empire. Yeah. But Empire, uh, 184. Uh, the show, 226. And then lead in a league of their own of 261 FPs for fun. How many EFPs did you last week? Uh, I think it was 354. Yeah, that was our al- al- almost our second best week of the year. That is incredible. In August, mm-hmm. the middle of August, incredible. Jo- Joshua, I mean, you're on this podcast not just because your teams are killing it. You still have two teams in the cup, but uh, yeah, you're a top regional right now. You have the most year to date. You had a heck of a week last week. What and Aaron, you were talking about this earlier, but what was cool to see? So tell us what you did last week. Because you were kind of bouncing back from each team, and tell us what you did and why you did it. And yeah, well, I mean, I, I just wanted to contribute to the cup matches, and so I, I told my teams like whoever is kind of in the best position to win the cup, I'm going to be kind of loyal to them and focus all my energy and, and attention there. And so that was LA going into the week. Um, at one point, though, uh, I think it was um, Thursday. Uh, LA was kind of pretty far ahead in, in their match; they were going up against uh, SF. And uh, inland, they had a, a pretty tight matchup going yeah. up against. Um, it was it was kind of weird because they redid the bracket. They, yeah, they at lost the, to at DC. the time though. They at were... the time they were going against uh, up against. Uh, was it again? Was that Corpus Christi? Savannah. Savannah. I think Savannah. Savannah. Yeah. Savannah. Okay. Anyway, so uh, I call Aaron. and I'm like, Hey, Aaron, is it okay if I you know throw in some accounts for inland as well? And he's like, Yeah, of course. And so I just you know the next door I knock, the guy's like, you know, Oh, I talked to you guys two months ago. Um, we didn't get it. I'm like, well, why didn't you guys get it two months ago? He's like, well, you guys didn't have any spotlights. We really want spotlights. And I'm like, okay, let me inside. Like, mm-hmm. So we same day that, and then we yeah. end up winning that match by uh, you know six rep score. So glad I you know, called Aaron and got that yeah, advice so on Thursday. There, there's something that happens when the leader is do what I do, not just do what I say. Leading from the front, we're seeing it with DC mm-hmm. and Steve Warner, right? He's not just saying, hey, get out there, but... He's been the top off or top rep in the office last two year, uh, weeks, excuse me. And then Josh, you getting out there, you know, your guys probably worship the ground you walk, you walk on, like they all want to be you, like regional five thousand and plus accounts. But it's something they they respond well when when you're out there leading from the front. So great it, it, job. It, it's good when they can still you know see that I can sell. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I did I did nine in four days. Hey, and I'm excited okay. to go you know throw down this week. Well, I mean, I, on my mic drop last week, I kind of called out some leaders, right? You know, like, hey, let's let's show up. It's cup time, you know. But every single leader that I called out on, uh, well, except for one, just Jordan Lewis, but everyone else I called out, uh, they all <laughs> were in the top 10 uh, this last week. I mean, Miguel, Riley, like Steve, like, you know, Gunner. I called them all. Boom. They all showed up. Pretty cool to see. Speaking of the cup, let's review uh, these teams that are still in it. So LA's going up against Lubbock. We just spoke about that. They are in the lead. They're in the winner's bracket of... The uh, D1. D1. So it's it's a big deal. Biggest and then stage. We still have three teams left in the loser's bracket out of the four teams in this round. So round of 4B is what they call it. But SF is going up against DC. Mm-hmm. Their IC day was Saturday, right? Yep. And so DC smacked them on Saturday. 
They did. Yeah. And, pretty good. Uh, so when people are listening to this, it will be the last day of the competition, but you got DC winning this AA? I do. I have DC right. winning this one, yeah. Inland and Corpus. I haven't looked at today what the score is there. This should be a close one. What? Where are we at? Is, is Inland down? They're down. Are yeah, they down su- quite a bit, or is it close? They didn't have a great day on Saturday. And Corpus yeah. Christi crushed on Saturday. Yeah. So yeah. that's going to be a tough battle. If okay. they win, <laughs> impressive. Yeah, that that would set up a rematch between DC and Inland Empire. Yeah, to settle the settle it for once and for all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Well, uh, we will see who shall win. Uh, the cup. It's it's no it's no joke that people that are in the cup that are pushing hard. I mean, we're seeing all these guys on the freaking uh, rankings. Well, wait till you hear my dog moments. They're insane. I like it. Uh, just a couple things before we get to dog moments. So, the Dream Team Four Solar. Uh, the MVP of the Dream Team team that won was Leif Franson, and they were the champs. He had more closes than anyone else in the Dream Team, so congrats to Dude, Leif. that is incredible, though. I mean, we're, we're dominating on both sides. The best solar closer in the entire company is our guy Leif. Well, people are getting really sick of it, and <laughs> I hope we win D1. So let's, let's take matters in oh, our own hands. Oh, man. Uh, in the championship round of the Raw Wars, we have... Once again, the Leif Franson team, which consists of Leif, Chase, and Solar Steve. Um, let's highlight last week uh, top five reps that were Solar Setters. Josh, do you have that for us? Top five would be, uh, let's see, we got... All of them twos there, so... Oh, okay, so we're all tied here. So Jacob Schallenberger, uh, Schallenberger. Yeah, Berger. Um, out of Yosemite with two, uh, Jeff Rakes with two out of Yosemite, Ali Sultan with two in DC, uh, Ty Gonzalez with two in Yosemite, uh, Tate Siegmiller with two out of East Bay, and Gino Cronin uh, out of SF with three, and then Cody Boynton uh, at the top again with three uh, closed solar leads out of uh, the Inland Empire office. So on, on top of his 11 EFP. Yeah, to be clear, top rookie and then... Top setter overall out of all our reps. Mm-hmm. Cody, Cody's having a year. Top solar uh, closers AA. What do we got there? We got uh, Chris Thatcher with six. We got our boy Cole Jacobs with eight. Uh, Travis Lamborn with 10. Chase Hermanson with 10. What's new? And then Leif uh, with 11. Like an absolute dog. And just so that you, you know the statistics on that whole like uh, dream team thing, the next closest guy for solar closes in the whole competition was uh, 15. And Leif had 22. Yeah. So not, wow. not even close. Top offices last week. SF had six. Inland Empire and DC each had eight. And they went uh, went up against each other. So mm-hmm. interesting. East Bay had 10. And then Yosemite. 11. 11. On top of their good week. Really freaking impressive. Hey, hey let's jump into some dog moments. Here we go. Well, I believe Jeff Whitaker was feeling a little left out. He was out of town for a little part of the cup. And so when he was flying back into California, he decided to sell the guy sitting next to him on the plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, link set, blah, 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 digital survey, all up in the air. What a time to be alive <laughs> in 2022. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Going to be doing your, uh, our phone surveys on a plane. So pretty cool. You know, I love that. Love Good. that. This one's going to go to uh, Inland Empire. Um, 
a lot of their reps were knocking till 10.30 p.m. Uh, when they were going against uh, D.C. at the time. Uh, pretty cool to see. I was just super impressed. I mean, I was in Memphis at the time, so it was 12.30 my time when I'm talking to them, and uh, it was just kind of wild. I was so wired with the cup, I couldn't even go to bed till about 3.30, yeah. 4 a.m. in the morning and checking the numbers, but just really cool to see that. Uh, on that same note, L.A. was taking down Little Rock. Um, they didn't have enough manpower with technicians. So I got all these, uh, uh, pictures, me and Josh in our, in our group text here, a bunch of pictures of like, you know, a bunch of the sales reps putting on tool belts and helping the, helping the technicians install. And I was like, dude, these need to go in and you will beat Little Rock. And then there's that rookie, I forget his name, but he had a full blown tool belt and he was just drilling. Like, Jamie Vance. Yeah, yeah. Doing door sensors and running wire and helping these, uh, technicians show up, uh, to the house around 11 PM at night to start the install and get them going. That was really cool. I got two more here. Let's go. This one is really cool. This one is uh, with Ryan Gratil. Um, you know, at this at the time, they beat uh, DC beat Inland Empire by one account. Uh, different after the audit, but at the time, they moved on with one account. And Ryan ended up selling one late one at ten thirty. Stayed at the guy's house uh, for over an hour, convincing him to get the panel up and get it installed. And they did do that. And when the, the next day would refresh, uh, DC beat Inland Empire by half a cell. It's just, it's just so important. Like it, every freaking cell and every install counts. It's so crazy how like sometimes we're winning these matches by half a cell or one install or so forth. So it's a game and, of inches, they say. It is. It is. And uh, one more, uh, Huli. Here we go. This one, my this one, probably my favorite of the week. Uh, Gunner, you know, was calling it a day, 10 p.m. or whatever, going to 7-Eleven, buying a drink. Uh, you know, happy with his day because I think he did four or five that day, so it's not mm -hmm. like he's like upset. But uh, ends up like you know, still just fired up to win this cup. Starts talking to the 7-Eleven worker, uh, pitches the 7-Eleven worker at 7-Eleven. Sends in the link, sells at the 7-Eleven worker, does a digital survey there, <laughs> puts the worker in his personal car and drives him back to his home to get a install that night to upset the number one seed in the, the D1, which was Little Rock. Winners find a way to win. Losers find an excuse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is championship week. Uh, I'm loving it. It's, oh, it is wild. I'm loving it so much. I'm loving seeing all these people bought in. It, it's just so cool. I love seeing people compete. Yeah. It's fun. Compete, uh, competing and competition brings out the best or the worst in us. Yeah. It just depends. <laughs> what it it true, reveals true. something though, right? It reveals something. There's some people that will make excuses and then there's some people that will be able to have this uh, memory that like, hey, we put it out all, all on the line. And so, Josh, what advice are you giving to um, anyone that wants to win? And th this isn't our, uh, let's not do our, our moment here yet, but just before we, we dive into that, what advice are you giving to anyone that just, I want to win in this job or in a competition or whatever? You know, I, I think it's all about uh, just what's going on between your ears, uh, you know, when you start knocking all the way until you finish knocking. Um, I'm, I'm talking to guys that are, you know, they're thinking about what they're going to be doing this fall. They're thinking about school plans. They're thinking about their mom. They're thinking about their girlfriend back home. They're thinking about, you know, why they, why they can't succeed. And the reason that competition is so great is that it focuses your, your focus on just working because there's nothing else. You know, when, when the competition is hot and uh, the pressure's on, you don't have time to think about anything else besides giving your very best 
pitches on the doors and uh, and giving the very best you know to get uh, the the payable RMR as high as possible. And uh, I, I love what focus can do for people because then that creates momentum that's positive, and then that just creates more and more and more uh, you know focus on the job. And and that's that's kind of what we saw in LA last week. Yeah, cool. Bivens done a great job of gamification of the summer. It goes by a little bit faster when you're competing or you're not counting down the days. You're just let's go freaking win this. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me think of when they talk about you know the the prize fighter like comes out, wins the, the title bout. And what did you do to become the champion of the world? And he's like, this was one before I entered the ring. And I think that's what it's going to come down to. Uh, the teams that decide and commit before the competition starts, like we will not get off. We will knock our, the last door. We'll be the last one on the doors. Yep. And we're not going to leave the doors until we are victorious. Yep. We're triumphant. Right? It was really cool to get a lot of text messages from our guys saying, so when's the latest I can do a survey for mm-hmm. it to count tonight? I'm like, has to be 10.30 p.m. They're like, okay, got it, bet. You know, I'm like, yeah. damn, mm-hmm. like these guys are still knocking, trying to get surveys done before the cutoff. 10.30 yep. at night, that's late, man. It's great. It, it gets the competitive juices. Well, that brings us to our mic drop moment here. Let's cue the music. In the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. When the pigs try to get at you, park it like it's hot. All right. So, you know, this time of year is is really interesting because you get to see, uh, you know, how strong people are. Uh, this time of year is when uh, people start to get in their heads. They start to uh, find all kinds of excuses on why they can't finish, you know, the time that they committed to finish. Uh, people are, you know, having second thoughts about finishing extension. And I hear all the time that, uh, you know, I'm doing my best and it's just not good enough. Maybe I'm not cut out for this job. Maybe I'm not cut out to, you know, finish and, and do what I needed to do. And, you know, I, I found this quote by, by Winston Churchill and he says, and this is from uh, World War II, he says, it is not enough that we do our best. Sometimes we must do what is required. And it, I love that quote because it just kind of teaches me that sometimes saying that you're doing your best is an excuse. Because like it's a way to not give uh, everything, and uh, when when we say that we have to do what is required, then it kind of takes all the excuses out of the equation, and you just got to go hit what you said you're going to hit. Mike, drop. That was awesome. Thanks, Joshua. And any last word? Any last? I I don't know. Advice? Like you've historically always had a very strong. Both of you guys very strong extension, but guys that are maybe considering or on the fence should I extend or not? Or, you know, what are like some of the upsides and benefits of guys just doubling down on extension? Hey, hey, why don't you answer that first? And then maybe Josh, if you have one. I mean, yeah, we've, I think, yeah, we've won our region in the past, right? We were the best region in extension than any other region by far. We last year, I think we took first, second and third place in the first encore competition, Mm -hmm. you know, but Um, clean, clean, sweet or swept. Yeah. 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 With empire. Right. You know, it was, it was, it was awesome. But, um, yeah, I, I just think like, you've kind of taught me this, you know, don't, don't just, uh, don't just go out there and just do the time, but like sprint to your goal, yep. you know? So if you need to do 25 to hit your pay level and da da da, then sprint to 25, then get the hell out of there. You know, like just go really hard. Um, just try to finish strong, but have that goal in mind. And at, my big thing is just have integrity. If you said you were going to do it, go do what you said you're going to do. Um, that, that's always really important to me. And, you know, we've we done a lot of extension. Yeah, don't, don't renegotiate your, yeah, your goals your or goals. your deals or whatever. Mm-hmm. Love that. 
and love Joshua. That. So I, I love this uh, kind of concept from a book called Man's Search for Meaning. And, uh, <clears throat> By Victor Frankl. Victor Frankl. He describes the best way to make decisions. And essentially what he says is that the best way to make a decision is to imagine yourself uh, coming back in time from the future and uh, getting to make the decision for a second time. And so it's kind of taking all the emotion out of the decision. You're like, hey, how would, I, how would I approach this decision from a year from now or two years from now? And that's a very logical way to make decisions. And so I'm, I'm talking to people right now this time of year. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm just like mentally committed to going home. Or I was like, you know, planning, you know, you know, hanging out with my friends. And I'm just emotionally attached to that. And that's not a great way to make decisions about how to finish. The best way to make the decision is to say, well, what am I going to be grateful I did in six months or in a year when I'm looking back and I'm like, oh, I got ahead on my goals or I had an extra $20,000 in my bank account that kind of carried me through the, the rest of the, the off season. Um, you know, that, that is the best way to make this decision is make the decision from the perspective of the future. So there's no emotion in it. Mm-hmm. Love that. Super well said. So Victor Frankel will, Frankel was a World War II survivor, right? He was a survivor of the Holocaust, yeah. yeah. uh, Camps, and I actually, speaking of that, there's a movie, if you haven't seen it, I watched on the plane last week called Life is Beautiful. Yeah, it's amazing, yeah. It's in Italian. It it won, yeah. Yeah, he won, like, Best best Actor, actor. and he, like... And it won for Best Foreign Film. Yeah, he, like, directed it, and he wrote it, and he was, like, the actor in it, but it's... I I couldn't believe I had never seen it, but I'm, like, falling on the plane. It was really cool. I need to see that. Yeah. Um, well, with that being said, let's end with some thank you cards. <laughs> All right. After the Holocaust. Uh. Thank you, Los Angeles, for smacking everyone around and making ah. everyone feel bad about themselves last week. And really, there's a lot of teams that had great weeks, but Los Angeles took it to another level. level. Breaking yes, the record. Did. One more thank you card. Thank you, Albert Pujols, my favorite baseball player. Hit two home runs yesterday. He's only seven away from passing A-Rod on the all-time list. He is at 689 homers. 696 is what A-Rod was at. Baseball is kind of a big deal. He'd be big num- deal. He'll be number, f- uh, let's see, four once he passes A-Rod ever. And he didn't take steroids oh. like Barry Bonds <laughs> or A-Rod for that <laughs> Okay. Right. Anyway, that's our uh, podcast. Thanks so much, Joshua Gruel, for joining us. Thanks, Thanks for having me. And let's go fire it up.